Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Hey, this is Jamie from Green River Ordnance. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hello, everyone. I am Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, FM 104.5, 106.1, live streaming IRLoneStar.com. We are in the studio in downtown Conroe, the Conroe City Hall, Conroe Tower, uh, and my guests today are going to be ladies with Operation Pets Alive, Kathy Brune and Sue Woody. They're going to talk to us all about the dogs and the cats. And in, then in the second half, we're going to hear from Katie Krause of Bears, etc. And especially about the big cats and what's going on. And I know you ladies know Katie, I'm sure, because it's all about the animals, right? So this is the show all that's gone to the dogs. That's all. It's gone to the dogs and the bears and the tigers. So, <laughs> the show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic and Teams and EC Real Estate Group. Uh, Vinny Sinisi is now part of another organization, another real estate magnet group, and we will hear from him next week. But for now, it's Team Sinisi, and they are the uh, location to help you with any of your real estate needs, whether you want to invest, buy, sell, Team Sinisi, because it's an easy name to remember, 281-507-9777, Roger Stein Chiropractic are located at 3033 West Davis by Conroe High School and Taco Bell, treating in anyone from infants to seniors, weekend athletes to professionals, with a focus on natural, holistic healing, not only to relieve pain, but achieve optimal health. health. Uh, Dr. Stacy Rogers holds certifications in adjusting extremities, arms, legs, hands, feet, clinical nutrition, prenatal, and pediatric care. If you are not a patient, it's under $30 to go see her, and it all goes back to kids in CPS custody with CASA. So, a few things going on around us. If you haven't been to the Conroe Art League, you need to go by because they have their Christmases for Giving exhibit with more than 100 pieces of art, jewelry, and sculpture available for purchase from our local artists. And they're at 127 Simonton Street, right next to the Red Brick Tavern. And Foss Brewing, if you're looking. <laughs> so, Foss Brewing opened up just last year. So they have one-of-a-kind items, all made by local artists, and there's also 70 works of art by 38 artists, each priced at $150 or less. So go check it out, and that's the Conroe Art League Christmas is Forgiving. The Woodland Show Chorus is having their free Christmas concert tonight, Monday night, at the First Presbyterian Family Life Center, located at 2727 North Loop 336 in Conroe at 7 p.m., so they're a sweet, they're a, they're the Sweet Adelines. They're a local chapter of Sweet Adelines who sing in four-part a cappella harmony and compete in award-winning events. So that's tonight at 7. So those are a couple fun things. And then this is the final week for our community theaters. You can see your good man, Charlie Brown, at the Owen Theater put on by the Players Theater Company, and Stage Right is hosting Spamalot. What is Spamalot? It's a Monty Python satire, comical, musical kind of thing, and that is at the Crichton Theater. So that goes on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday matinee at 2 o'clock, and then it's done. And there's no more Christmas shows after that at the theaters until January. 
Well, it's also Christmas Music Weekend with the Conroe Symphony Orchestra. Lots of things going on. So they're performing the happiest season of all at the Willis High School Performing Arts Center this Saturday at 2 p.m. If you haven't been there or if you haven't seen them, they're really, really good. And the Willis High School Performing Arts Center is a beautiful building. So that's where they're going to be performing the remainder, well, actually going through 2023. So that's this Saturday at 2 p.m. The Montgomery County Choral Society is performing Christmas carols at Southern Star Brewery, and that's free, too, I believe, and that's 6 to 8 p.m. So here's something that's not free, but it's very good, is the Brian Black Show with special guest Georgette Jones, and she's the daughter of of Tammy Wynette and George Jones, and they'll be performing at Pacific Yard House this Saturday night at 9 p.m., So you can go to Pacific Yard House and find out the details about getting tickets for that. Have y'all seen the lights in downtown right now? Every rooftop from Frasier um, all the way, I believe, to the um, Pacific Pacific Street where the, uh, the railroads, the trains go by, is decorated with green and red lights. It looks so awesome. Y'all, if you go downtown for one of these great things that I just talked about, see the lights because it's what makes Conroe unique. There's no other town in Montgomery County, and I don't know what other town in Texas, let's just say, is doing this. And during the World Series, they were blue and yellow. So go down and check it out. It just gives that homey feel, and the trees are lit up year-round at Heritage Park. So it kind of looks like Disneyland. (laughs) So we now live in Disneyland, just saying. (laughs) So with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with my first guests, Kathy and Sue from Operation Pets Alive. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at TeamSinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. So I'm sitting here with the ladies from Operation Pets Alive. I have both uh, Kathy Brune and... I lost my sheet of paper. Hold on. Sue Woody. So sorry. Sue Woody. And you are the vice president, is that correct, of Operation Pets Alive? And it's a nonprofit organization Mm -hmm. that's been around about 12 years, right? Mm -hmm. So, Kathy, tell me a little bit about the organization. My name's Kathy Brune, and I want to thank you all for having us on here. We're really grateful for the opportunity to share what we do. Um, I was one of the founding board members back in 2010 when we incorporated, and ever since then we've been working right here in Montgomery County with volunteers, no paid people, saving cats, dogs, puppies, and kittens. And we have just worked and worked and worked, 
to fulfill our base mission, which is to help Montgomery County achieve no-kill status through working in the community with pet adoptions, um, public spay-neuter, fostering, and assisting uh, people with community cats. So tell me about how that works. Uh, you're educating people. You're, you have adoptions all the time. Yes. Every weekend. Every seems other like. weekend. Every other weekend we, at, at, at Petco. Petco, Petco um, by Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. And also at the Pet Smart at the Portofino Shopping Center and also Petco Cypresswood are our three main locations that we are every other weekend. Yes. And you usually list that on your Facebook page? On our Facebook page, on our web page, on you our You can calendar, find it. Uh -huh, mm -hmm. Which is www.operationpetsalive.org. Mm -hmm. And you guys are very involved in this because, well, you love the animals, right? Yes. You even yes. have one with you today. I have one with me. I have Miss Penny with me, who is three years old. Where is Miss Penny? Penny is, come here. Penny, Penny, Penny. Okay, can we, is it possible to lift Penny up so everybody can see Penny? She's available, right? Mm -hmm. um, what kind of dog is Penny? I got her. Oh, you got her? We're okay. Not sure. We, we think she, she looks lovable. She's very. Oh, sorry, Penny. I scratched her tail. Um, she looks like she might be a pointer mix of some sort. She was adopted as a puppy and came back to us because we always try to help as many of our adopters if they need to rehome. She came back right She's before sweet. Thanksgiving. Um, often adult dogs get overlooked for the cuteness factors of puppies, but puppies grow up to be adult dogs. And she's an absolute love. She's yes. being fostered by Sue, who can tell you more about her. Yes, like I said, Penny, one reason I wanted to talk about is everybody, when they think of adoptions, they think of puppies. You know, I don't know about you all, but sometimes puppies <laughs> are a little more work than some. They're puppies. a lot of work. They're a lot of work. And that's why they right. adult dogs are overlooked, but they're wonderful. What? How old is an adult dog, would you consider? Uh, over a year. Over a year? Okay. Over a year. So they've gone through the puppy stage. You know, they're mostly housebroken, can sleep through the night, <laughs> not chew up your furniture and your clothes. Those are all big assets. Those are pluses to adopt oh, an yeah. adult dog. Sure, yes. sure. And you already know what you're getting, as, as we mm -hmm. said. And you have to, you should have a fenced yard, right? Oh, definitely have a fenced yard and be able to walk them, um, give them some attention. Yes, yes. But having an adult dog is wonderful. That's why I like I like to foster adult dogs. So, what does fostering mean? How long do you have an animal, a dog or a cat? Um, I would say the average right now is probably a month you're going to have a dog or a cat in your That's home. That's not that long. It's not that long. And it all depends on the dog. Some of them are more adoptable. We've had them ready to go in a week. You know, we get them publicized on our webpage. You can go to and see and read their bios because that's the nice thing about fostering is you can write a bio which goes online that tells about their personality and, you know, what they feel if they're not good with kids or they are good with kids, housebroken, good with other dogs, good with cats, and that's all in their bio, which is online. That's very nice. So mm -hmm. you other you have other programs, uh, including the spay-neuter, right? Yes. Um, for residents of Montgomery County, we offer a public assisted spay-neuter program. And you can go to our website to see the details under targeted spay-neuter, but it enables us to offer uh, very reduced cost to spay dogs, cats, or age-appropriate kittens and puppies that are owned by people. And um, the joy about this is that we offer the lowest rate for anyone who's receiving any kind of assistance, such as Social Security or otherwise, and then we have a very competitive um, rate. The spay-neuters are done by our partner vets. Once you've completed the application and um, submitted your payment, and you can get vaccines and, and uh, update those if, the, if necessary, because all dogs by the state of Texas cats must have a rabies so that rabies will be done if you can't pr produce a, a valid certificate um, you get to book the appointment at one of our partner vets that's closest to your house and as a result we end up we absorb the rest of the cost and pay for that with our fundraising 
So it helps prevent unwanted litters, which mm-hmm. is our biggest problem in mm-hmm. Montgomery County. Well, and that's your biggest mission is to have the county be a no-kill community, right? right. And you do that through, of course, educating people, right. yes. adopting, spay, neutering, um, fostering. And you also have a program where you transfer pets. Yes, to places that can take them. Go, um, mm-hmm. Happening this week, I think we're sending 15 dogs up to the Northeast, um, New Hampshire, hmm. um, from, no, not Vermont, um, Massachusetts. Massachusetts, and sometimes even to Maine. So, yes, four, uh, 15 dogs have a trip to a new life up north where they are highly adoptable and quickly adopted up there. So, it, it is. so why is that that our shelters are full, but yet others are not in other states, let's say? My opinion, number one, up north the communities are smaller and they have a better handle on spay and neuter, mm-hmm. which is a big thing. And also their winters are, bu- are brutal. So, you know, most like in Houston, you know, stray dogs can live on the streets for, for longer. Which so is they don't sad. have as many strays. No, they do not. Okay. There's a lot of factors involved, but down here in Texas, one of the biggest roadblocks has been access to inexpensive spay-neuter mm-hmm. and an attitude that, oh, you know, I'll be able to place any animals that my mama dog or cat has, which just isn't always true. As people find out when they write us or call us and they've got eight or nine puppies and they can't find anyone to take the puppies. Uh, when we work with fostering, we pull animals from the shelter as well as uh, from the community. We have what's called our community request program. So if someone has an accidental litter, unintended litter, or needs help with animals that they own uh, or have found, we can assist. However, we do have one caveat. We're not superheroes. <laughs> we don't have a facility. We can't take animals from finders or owners. It's very difficult for us to do that because everything is fostered in someone's home. Sue has other dogs. She also has, you have a cat too. No, no, you don't have a cat. No cat right now. (laughs) But we always are integrating animals into, as I tell people in emails, we have jobs, families, grumpy spouses sometimes just like all of us right we're no different there are no superpowers we're just the same so the biggest part of the education is is the community aspect it's encouraging and helping people yes you can do this you can we can provide the infrastructure we have the vetting to get them vaccinated and spayed and neutered so that uh, breeding cycles are stopped we can help with the adoptions we can help write the bio and take photos we we can do everything except you can't take in all the animals and, no. yeah no, you just the volume can't. is just you don't too you high. don't have the the capacity so we encourage if you yeah. are doing community requests that you be willing to foster until the animal is adopted you know and, and that's how you, the best way to get an animal into our program you have to be and that's true for many other groups we're Mm -hmm. not alone in that restriction but for us it allows us to double what we're able to do if you can care for that found or uh you know animal that needs to be rehomed and you're i think one of the largest organizations out here in the county aren't you Mm -hmm. that works with dogs and cats yes we are we we have a duration of a deck over a decade of helping animals we have hundreds of volunteers that have worked with us over the course of the years in all different capacities because fostering is key but it also takes people doing data input we need people to help us at each off-site we could do more off-sites if we had more just volunteers you may not be able to take that animal into your home but you could come and help put up crates and take them down and greet people and clean up puppy and dog messes and answer questions at any one of our off-sites. Mm-hmm. We also do larger events. Uh, we hosted a very successful uh, Halloween Howl. event at North yes. Shore Halloween. <laughs> uh, it generated $25,000. Oh, I was there. It wonderful. was fabulous. We had all kinds of community support, booths of all different sorts, not just even animal-oriented. No. Um, and um, people were coming in from all parts of the community to partake of the of the day. It was a lovely day. It was a little warm for Halloween, <laughs> but we had a great time anyway. <laughs> and and those volunteers, they I just showed up and said hi. 
Well, it's all about bringing awareness to the cause and that there um, are animals that need to be taken care of, fostered, uh, adopted. And so I know that County Judge Keogh is working with the animal shelter. Mm -hmm. Has that helped y'all in your plight overall? It, it, because the shelter is such a large entity and handles such a volume, it needs constant fine tuning. Mm-hmm. Um, demand is up, and I think I think after the pandemic, the demand really goes up in the second or third year after you've had a disruption. It was this way in 2008 with the recession. We saw a big increase both at the shelter and in the request coming to us about two years after the event because people had used up their savings, worn out their welcomes, couldn't afford pet deposits and things like that. So anything that the mm-hmm. the council can do to improve this, you know, the the judge. And so it's better, but it's not the end all. It's not the end all. It's never right. going to be the end all. And it, it just takes knowing that people in our community need to pitch in as a unit to help the shelter help the animals, both with donations to them, adopting from them, uh, working with their procedures as they evolve because they've changed a lot since COVID. Uh, They have limited intake. You have to have an appointment. It's difficult. You have to be able to hold on to the animal for at least a, a few days in order even to do... You can't just drop off. No, right. Not anymore. They and know, also Montgomery County has their own foster program. Right. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of avenues, but again, that the willingness to pitch in. Uh, we just can't assume, oh, the county will take care of it, or oh, the rescue groups will take care of it, will take care of it as a, as a good community. I've lived here since 2005, and I chose to be in this rescue personally because it did something directly in my community. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, very proud of that. And I know Sue is I too. I, I meet all sorts of people because of that. <laughs> and we just know we're having an impact and we've paved the way for a lot of new rescues mm-hmm. to, to open up. So mm-hmm. there's lots of avenues. Mm-hmm. Never enough, but lots. Well, I think you are known as the largest. I mean, I personally have gotten a dog from you, and I would rather adopt than go to a breeding facility. You know, there are those, and hopefully that has lessened over the years. I don't know. These people that just keep breeding the dogs continually. I just feel so bad for those dogs. I've seen some of those and the way that they're handled and those poor mamas, how they're taking care of them. You know, it just seems beyond cruel. It is. You know, uh, it makes me sad. I I have a dachshund. I got him because he was adopted. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and he's a little feisty. He doesn't like other dogs. But (laughs) I I don't know. He's quite challenging. He's known as the bully in the neighborhood because the other dogs cross the street when he comes by. But he likes kids and people. Uh, It's a lot. Uh, But I appreciate what you guys do. And so you're doing some events coming up besides the normal adoptions. You have one coming up. This we week. Have, well, we have uh, an event this weekend. We'll be, at, again, at Petco on Saturday in the Woodlands by Trader Joe's. That event is from 1 to 4. We're also having at Wolfgang at Creekside, we're calling it Puppy Palooza. <laughs> and so there'll be lots of puppies there for adoption. Uh, also on Sunday, we will be at Petco in, on Cypresswood. Oh, no, I forgot. I'm sorry. We'll also be at PetSmart Portofino from 12 to 4. Our adoption fee for dogs and puppies is $160, which includes spay-neuter, two sets of their DAPP, microchip, bordetella. Rabies. And it's a rab- lot. And rabies. Yes. It's actually very affordable. Very affordable. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, so, and, uh, and the cats are $80 for adoption fees. Which includes same thing. They're basic vaccines, spay and neuter, and microchip. Do cats get along with other cats? I know not always dogs do, but I mean, if you have a cat, do they generally are more? It depends. Yeah, submissive, just, <laughs> so to speak. Cats have wonderful personalities, 
and they're all individuals. Yes. So there are, just like with dogs, some cats that aren't happy with other cats. We do know that kittens adjust better if you do two because then they learn to play appropriately and not claw or bite so hard. <laughs> um, many people find that cats and pears are a wonderful addition to their house, and sometimes you have to go through a caref more careful introduction process if one cat or the other is not as social. But, um, you know, it's very, very easy to add another cat to most households. So if a cat is an older cat, would it kind of just walk away from a younger cat? It, and I think that's the beauty of fostering because, yes. again, once again, when people foster especially cats, most of the time they have multiple cats. Mm -hmm. So they, again, in the bio will say they get along, you know, have been in a household with five other cats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that is... So that they understand. Yes. yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So you also are doing something at the Woodlands Mall. Yes. Um, starting next Wednesday, we're having gift wrapping. And so we'll have lots of elves to help you wrap your gifts. We'll be by Dick's Sporting Goods right there in the mall. So please come by. Let us wrap your gift um, and make a donation. So Always love Our gift wrappers are superb. We have, we have so I'm, much. I'm not good at I'm that. I'm not a gift wrapper either. <laughs> well, we're also still looking for volunteers. <laughs> but, so, yeah, so if you like to wrap, mm -hmm. we can use And want to help the animals. And mm -hmm. want to help the animals, please. We have you know, you gorgeous supplies. Yes. You can email us at info at operationpetsalive.org if you're interested in helping. So that would be wonderful. Okay. We have a good time. We have a real good time. You know, I, every time I see you all out there with adoptions or anything, people are very friendly, and you are having a good time. Mm -hmm. You know, they love what they do, anybody who volunteers. Oh, definitely. And I know that you'll probably at, be at the Home and Outdoor Living Show yes, again in March. Mm -hmm. We are. Mm-hmm. We sure will. I have be. an insight on that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know these things. <laughs> I know the person who writes the article. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anything you want to add? Um, you know, come out, come see us, come visit, make donations. You can donate online. Again, uh, operationpetsalive.org is our website, and we have a donate button. You can even, for our space, if you want to go anywhere particular, if you haven't, for adoption events, for our public spay and neuter, you can also note that. All donations are welcomed because, again, we can't keep going without the community's help. And we do appreciate it because many of the animals that we get require extensive medical help. We mm -hmm. adopt out for $160, but an individual animal may have anywhere from a few hundred to sometimes thousands. Sure. Of dollars invested in it to help it overcome a broken limb, a severe skin allergy, parvo. Right. We just have had a parvo outbreak, and one puppy's visit was over four thousand dollars. Mm. <laughs> so yes, mm -hmm. all donations are well, greatly appreciated. I know that uh, I am featuring y'all in my 12 days of Christmas. This will be my fourth year oh, of doing oh, this. We're doing you. it a little differently, but uh, I am sending those to the courier. So I have a list of 12 nonprofits, and y'all are on the list. Oh, we oh, greatly we appreciate that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so again, it's uh, operationpetsalive.org. You can also find them on Facebook, OPA Texas, or just put it in the search, Operation Pets Alive, and you will find it. Look at the dogs, the cats, see how you... Uh, can adopt one of them, uh, an older dog especially, like this little Penny over here. She's so sweet. I would take her home if I didn't have Oscar, who was the mean dog. But that's just, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, ladies, uh, Kathy and Sue, thank you very much. And I hope you have a wonderful uh, Christmas with and the dogs and cats. And to you. And to you. And thank you again so much thank for you. hosting us. We, Absolutely. we just really appreciate the opportunity to thank share. Thank you. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, 
whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at teamsinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. God's Garage is a 501c3 that repairs and gives away cars for free to single moms, widows, and wives of deployed military. You can help God's Garage by donating a vehicle, volunteering your time, or by monetary donation. God's Garage is located at 2106 East Davis, Conroe. If you'd like to learn more about God's Garage, visit our website at godsgarage.org. Or you can contact us, and we would be glad to come and make a presentation to your group. And we are back with our second segment now with Katie Krause, Bears, etc. Katie's been on here, I don't know, four years, five years, all the time, something like that. Uh, even before she got big and known all over the county and before she's done all these wonderful things. But just kind of wanted to have a check-in with Katie because she's had a lot of exciting things going on. And then yes. we can talk about whatever's on your wish list and yes. all of that, Katie. Please stuff so. our stockings. <laughs> yes, yes, all of that stuff. So, first of all, uh, for people who don't know, and I don't know why they wouldn't know, but can you tell us a little bit about what Bears Etc. is? Yeah. So, uh, Bears Etc. is a nine or nine, five year old nonprofit organization. We are the experts in Southeast Texas for exotic animal rescue. And while we're doing all of this rescuing, we are fundraising to build the nation's first bear sanctuary. So, there are lots of big cat sanctuaries across the country wolf, dog, parrot reptile sanctuaries and there is no true bear sanctuary in the u.s for bears coming out of the exotic pet trade so we are building the first of its kind so are you still needing funds for that yes we are constantly fundraising we are at one hundred and two thousand dollars in our capital campaign um, and we need at least another hundred thousand dollars um for a 20 acre property with the prices are with the prices of land the way they are now. Um, so yeah, another hundred thousand dollars to get the property that we need. Um, it requires in Montgomery County, it requires 20 acres to have a safe distance away from people's homes and schools in order to, um, go by their laws of what they have as standards of where you can have these animals. You can't just have large, dangerous carnivores next door to somebody's home. Oh, and that kind of opens the door to about tigers. Yes, yes. <laughs> we have had a Christmas miracle, and I can't even, like, tell you guys. I mean, if you were in here, you can probably feel my energy. Like, not only did the Big Cat Public Safety Act pass the Senate last week, which I'm very excited for. Um, it passed in the House earlier this year. Congressman Brady, thank you for voting yes. We really appreciate that. But every senator that was there voting that night said yes to the Big Cat Public Safety Act. So I'm so excited for this. Um, Biden, President Biden has uh, said earlier this year that he would sign it once it came across his desk. So 
I mean, there's no more work to be done, right? Except for after the fact, the work is going to be rescuing these animals. So what it does is it grandfathers anybody in who already has a big cat as a pet. They can keep it. They just can't get more. Um, and they can't breed. And they need to register with U.S. Fish and Wildlife. If they are USDA licensed facility, they can't have the cub interaction. So that will really end the breeding of them because no more uh, interactions between the public and the big cats because of the danger that it um, brings to the cubs who are only a couple weeks of age when they start um, with the cub petting, um, but also the danger to the public with these uh, large dangerous carnivores. So, so are there exciting. any big cats here in Montgomery County? Um, that you're aware of? That I'm aware of. Um, there was one on the San Jacinto-Montgomery County line that was called in that was loose. So whether it's a leopard or a jaguar, um, it was Something. spotted. That's all I know. Um, there used to be someone out in East County that had tigers. He is not allowed to own any tigers anymore. Um, I cannot confirm or deny that he does or does not have big cats anymore, but he's not supposed to. So, but they are in surrounding counties. Are there some in Harris County? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> You're so, like, um, I don't know. So, I don't know if you guys remember a couple years ago, there was a lady that had tigers in her garage. Um, and she's now back um, in the area. Um, those tigers kind of disappeared. Um, but then also, there is a woman from Houston um, who is connected to a jaguar that was actually left on one of our peer sanctuaries doorstep, so to speak. Um, she took it to meet this person in Austin and they had it in the hotel room. And so yeah, weird. so and this lady, yeah, she's out of Houston. And so she got them a jaguar that they wanted. So yeah, it's, it's very easy to get big cats. It's a lot easier than people think. You think it's going to be thousands of dollars, and it's not. Um, you can get one for less than a new iPhone. Um, yeah, it's not hard um, to get these big cats and keep them as pets. Wow. And previous to the Big Cat Public Safety Act being passed, um, it was just a $50 permit in the state of Texas to have one as a pet. So, are they required to register or anything that they have these big cats? No. Well, so you don't know state to if state, there's somebody county by there county. Yeah. living yeah. in your neighborhood with a mm -hmm. large cat? Yeah. Large, large cat? Well, the if we remember um, six years ago, we had the Conroe Tiger Cub, right? Mm -hmm. Several people at Watercrest saw this guy walking his Tiger Cub around and nobody ever said anything until he evacuated for the tax day floods and left the tiger cub in the backyard tied to a pole and it got loose and was found by someone driving by. So I don't know if the public just doesn't know that people are housing them illegally or if they think that, oh, well, if he has a tiger as a pet, he must have the proper permits and everything to have it when we find that most of the time that they don't. So it's just crazy. So yeah, what about like uh, chimpanzees? Don't people still do that too? Mm -hmm. Yeah, is that okay? Um, no, <laughs> I don't Single, know. I mean, when when we think about primates, and granted, I am not a primate expert, but I have worked with primates. Primates live in large troops and family groups, right? So when you have a singly housed primate. That's not good for their mental well-being because they're supposed to live in families and they're supposed to communicate accordingly. And they're social. Yeah. And so when they don't have something to socialize with and pe people are not a replacement for other monkeys. Um, let's make that very clear. We don't have the same body language. We don't have the same. And that's a lot of times why primates, when rescued, can't be put together with other primates because they've been pulled from mom at a couple days of age and bottle raised and never taught the proper body language um, that they're supposed to exhibit in order to communicate. So we see on the greeting cards and stuff, these primates smiling like the chimpanzees or the monkeys, or we see the YouTube videos or the TikToks. 
monkeys or primates in general smiling is not a good thing in the wild and so when we teach them to exhibit that at, and we reinforce that behavior and then we try to put them with other primates and they're like no that's scary you're stressed out you're having anxiety you're being mean um it really it really does damage housing these guys singly um and having them as pets in the exotic pet trade wow yeah so we much. see a lot of mental illness and animals from being raised this way through the exotic pet trade okay let's bring it back to bears yes my favorite topic i know your favorite topic <laughs> you're, you're such bared out you're so bared out <laughs> so, um people do have bears. bears yes are there any bears locally there are not any in well, captivity that people not in the wild but that you're aware of that have a bear? Um, the closest bear that I know of currently um, is in Madisonville. So I don't know of anyone in the, like, Houston, Conroe area currently um, that have them. I know there's a facility that has them in, in the area, um, and the Houston Zoo has bears, but I don't know of any other privately owned bears currently this may change with the passing of the big cat public safety act that bear cubs are going to have a huge influx in the exotic pet trade this next year why because bears aren't included in that cub petting they are uh, are not they are not included in that so we would like to see the bill amended after it's been signed to include bears um to prevent the same us going down the same trail right we're seeing all of these tigers being neglected and needing placement after we're done with them with cub petting they're either put out back to starve or auctioned off to the highest bidder um to you know a public owner now that they can't do that anymore there's going to be an influx of bears the kind of good thing about bears is they breed in may june and only give birth one time of year um so that will limit the number of cubs that can be influxed into the exotic pet trade but i won't be surprised if more facilities get them and breed them just to continue on um because their business is based off of the cub petting when we look at you know anyone who watched um tiger king tim stark the guy out of southern indiana he was making a million dollars a year off of cub petting alone um so um he's not doing that anymore is no he's been shut down joe exotic doc Antle, well joe exotic um jeff lowe tim stark have all been shut down um doc Antle is in jail currently um waiting on his day in court um so really um most of the big players we've put a stop to we as in the big cat sanctuary alliance do they know um Doc, Doc Antle doesn't know me. Uh, Tim Stark knew me. Uh, I did have threats from Joe Exotic um, back in 2011. Say, um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think Jeff Lowe knew who I was. He came into the picture. Not yet. In, in the middle. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, from my work at previous sanctuaries. Wow. So much. Yes. <sighs> so much. Yes. Okay. So, bears. Um, yes. You want to have the only, the first and only bear sanctuary here in Montgomery yes. County, Texas. Yes. Because there is not one. Why is there not one in United States? So one day I was sitting and talking with um, a, a gal from IFA, International Foundation for Animal Welfare. She's like, are you ready for bears yet? yet? And I was like, no, you know, we still don't have a property. And he's like, and she's like, okay, well, there's a guy who has an elephant and a hippo, but he won't release the elephant and the hippo unless we find placement for the bears. Because bears are really hard to house. That's the number one is they're not they don't sleep 20 out of 24 hours a day like a big cat does. And they're smart like primates and elephants. Um, and they require a lot more enrichment than big cats do. And they dig and they climb. Um And they're active all day, and they need a lot of mental stimulation for them to not tear apart um, their habitat. The other thing, too, is they'll live 30 years, whereas big cats, 15 to 20 Mm. years. um, And they eat 40 pounds of produce. A a small black bear will eat 40 pounds of produce a day. So that's not even the brown bears who are bigger than the black bears. Um, So people, there are a lot to handle when it comes to housing them also. Bears are not an exotic species, right? Black bears and brown bears are native to the United States. Um, They're difficult to photograph because they are black. Um, So, um, and then um, 
because people can go and see them, right? If you go to Montana or Minnesota, um, even Colorado, uh, up in the Northeast, you can see black bears. And so there's not the, um, um, I, I don't know, excitement behind them. Like there is a tiger that's like a exotic tiger. that lives that across see, the world, yeah, you know, yeah. or the, a lion that lives on the African savanna. You know, there's not that excitement when you see them, you know. Out in the wild. So, yeah. Because yeah. they're natural. Yeah. Yeah, because they live here. So there's, so there's not a lot of money. So there's not a lot of because they can come and see them and it's here, right? Um, so like so many people at the previous sanctuary I worked at, we would have a free day for the community. Well, they wouldn't come and they're like, oh, I'll go see it next week or I'll, and it'll be like 10 years and they've never visited the best kept secret in their community. Um, so it's kind of the same as, oh, I could go see bears anywhere. I can only see a tiger once in a lifetime here at this facility or whatever. Um, and so I think that's part of it too is hmm. we can travel, you know, 80, 12 hours and be able to see a bear because there's bears over in Big Bend in Texas. Um, so I can travel over Big Bend and I can see bears. Um, so I think all of that encompassed is why um, – there's not, There's not a lot of money is focused on um, bears in captivity. Well, sounds like they eat a lot. Where would you get the produce? Yeah, yeah. So we have a partnership with the food bank. And so that way we can get produce that um, people haven't chosen um, for their food. Because the animals aren't picky. No, the animals <laughs> aren't picky. Especially, like, I mean, let's say they get donated from a warehouse, like, three pallet boxes of watermelon or oranges or something of that nature. Well... The food bank, only so many people come each week to the food bank to pick up their food. Well, let's say there's a pallet of oranges left that are going to go bad if we don't. Um, they're, per they're perfectly viable. They're, they're per perfectly edible. But they're just going to go to um, the, you know, the dump. And so we can partner with them and take those and feed it to the animals um, in order to prevent that waste from going to the dump. Hmm. Wow. So, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, and I used to work at the food bank. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, some of the things you have going on right now, fundraisers, things like that. Right now we have a fill their stockings campaign every day on social media. Um, you will see us posting about a different animal that we currently house. We have a half acre campus with exotic birds and reptiles. And so each one has asked Santa to fill their stocking with something individually. Um, and so like Storm our we call her our pirate parrot she asked for another grass mat activity center so we have all of those oh, on our and she Amazon asked for that yes she <laughs> asked for that that is her favorite thing in the entire world is those activity centers because parrots are really smart and so she likes to play on with these activity centers um, but she also tears them up um, but that's what they're meant to be right and so um, she asked for more of those um Barney, our dwarf hamster, which his story is that a mom told her children that they weren't taking care of their dwarf hamsters anymore, take them out back and release them into the yard. Well, they're not a native species and they won't survive. And so the neighbor actually saw it happening and then we were contacted and we took Fred and Barney in. Fred has since passed away, but Barney is still um, alive and kicking. He's the healthiest hamster, four-year-old dwarf hamster our veterinarian has ever seen. And he wants blueberry uh, yogurt snacks. That's what he wants to stuff in his stocking and so we have a lot of other items uh on our amazon wish list currently that you can uh go on and find and stuff their stockings with this year do they deliver them to you or yeah how do you get if it? you um if you go to our Amazon wish list and you click on it, pay for it, it ships directly to us. And if you use your Amazon Smile and choose Bears Etc. as the organization to support, Bears Etc. or Amazon Smile will send us a portion of the proceeds from that purchase. Wow. Yes. Okay. So is that part of your birthday thing? Oh, no. That's another thing. <laughs> That's another thing. So as we know, Giving Tuesday is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. um, my birthday, my birthday, happens to sit right between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And so right now I currently have a fundraiser going for my birthday on Facebook um, to help us um, – Raise end-of-year funds needed um, for us to continue to rescue these animals from the exotic pet trade. And your birthday is this coming The 17th, weekend. yeah. How about yeah. that? Very excited. 
Very excited. Very excited. You'll be 30. Yes. <laughs> Again, for the 13th time. <laughs> oh, well, that's okay. That's okay. Yes. I, I like being 32. <laughs> no, so many people, like, they see me, and I have really good genes, right? I grew up on a farm, and they're like, oh, you know, you're so young, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, really, I've been doing this for a really long time, and I have a lot of experience. Please, you know, uh, know that I am older than as what I seem. <laughs> no, not really. You're still young. young. at heart. Young you're at heart. young. So you also saw, I saw, is this part of it, uh, $5 a day feeds our birds, or is that something else? Yes, that's our Take 5 initiative, kind okay. of what's going on with my um, birthday fundraiser as well. We're asking everybody to take five to give five for end-of-year giving. So $5 a day, um, we'll feed fresh produce. $5 uh, or $50 a day um, will help us build another flight a free flight aviary, um, things of that nature that we have in our campaign um, to help with that end of year giving because we are currently at capacity. So for us to take on any more animals, we'll have to build more habitats. And so in order to build more habitats, we have to have the funds available. So I need um, to go visit. Yes, you do. Come out. Well, right now is not good because all the tortoises have gone to sleep for the winter. Um, actually the box turtles, when we were out there yesterday, the box turtles woke up, got a snack and went back to bed. Um, but the tortoises, what do they do when they go to sleep? They just, they just hibernate for the winter. Yeah. Um, our sulcata tortoise bromate, um, which means they slow down. They're still kind of awake. Um, we keep them at about 60 degrees. Um, but the Russian tortoises and the box turtles all hibernate for the winter. So, yeah. So all you'll get to see is the birds. So it's better if you can come out and see everybody all okay. at the same well, then time. I'll just wait yes. until after the holidays and, and then some. Yes. Okay. So bearsetc.org. Yes. And they can follow you on um, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram or Facebook, Twitter, whatever. LinkedIn. All, yep. all of that. All of the social media. We're working on TikTok. But you're super excited <laughs> today, I can tell. Yes. Yes. We're so excited. I've been traveling across the state this year educating um, first responders and animal control officers, which I feel are all included together. Um, but I want to make sure to shout out to the animal control officers because they're the ones that get the calls when there's a tiger loose, right? They are not trained on how to handle these situations. So I've been traveling across the state helping to um, educate and hoping to train them to handle these calls when they come out. So, and it's been a lot of fun. My little sister wow. is an animal control officer. So um, it's, they are, their lives are very I important know you to have me. you a little sister. I am the oldest of five. Wow. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so training these guys and gals that are out there responding to these calls, um, is very important. So I'm very excited, um, to have a, um, a, a course, um, that's, uh, has continuing education education credits for them so our sheriff's departments are in our animal controls um they get continuing education credits for taking my course wow so yeah so it's been a, become it's a big been a deal year. this last year i mean you, kind of you, you really are you've been traveling a lot yeah yeah i've been having a lot more speaking engagements i've been getting a lot more a into education. schools mm -hmm. um yeah and i love it i love every minute of it i love public speaking and teaching and all of that so yeah, it's been really, really good. You've been good. gone a lot more than you've been here. <laughs> yeah. Really? I have. Yeah, this fall so especially. Cool. It's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. You need to get those Baylor Bears involved. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Hey, all you Baylor Bears out there. Let's sick them. Let's, <laughs> let's get this done. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. You, you have this year to get this done. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, let's build a bear sanctuary together. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Okay, well, I hope you have a very wonderful birthday <laughs> well thank you very much yes and a very merry christmas to you okay that's it uh that's katie with bears etc and uh so the big cats and then we're gonna work on the big bears yes okay yeah sounds like a plan all right thanks thank, katie thank you very much thank you to our sponsors team sinisi and roger stein chiropractic and we will hear from y'all next week